Welcome to the podcast. I'm Ken. I'm Brandon. And this is episode 54. Big 5-4. Just the podcast this time, huh? For now, not, yeah. Not the Cars and Caffeine podcast, huh? Well, we're kind of transitioning, so as soon as we figure out a name... <laughs> You've been saying we we're transitioning for a while. It's because I'm still stuck on what exactly I want to do and how I want to do it. Well, whatever. Just call it what it is. It's the Cars and Caffeine podcast, episode 54. It is the Cars and Caffeine podcast, but it's also the podcast. You know what 54 means in my world? What? The greatest Miami Dolphin linebacker of all time, Zach Thomas. I've never heard of him. Get the fuck out of your Seriously. own house right now. <laughs> Leave this house. Shut my front door. Get out of here. What? No. I mean, obviously you're not as big a football fan as you pretend to be. That's I am. I'm just not a Miami You fan. would have heard of Zach Thomas. He I've played. Heard. He played against your team when he played for the Cowboys his final year. I've heard of Dan Marino. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Who else have you heard of? John um. Elway. <laughs> Um, what's his son? What's his name? Uh, I can't think of anyone else. <laughs> no, I just can't think of how to pronounce it. Nadam, Nadam Kungsa. Who? <laughs> the guy who used to be on Miami, the dirty player, the defensive Nadam... guy. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! I can't you say mean Sue? Yeah. Now and... you got me fucked up. Ndamake <laughs> Sue. Yeah, I can't even say his name. I know how to say it, but I can't think of it. Oh my goodness, that's insulting. But yeah, that to guy. Me. The Redskins are looking for a quarterback. They sure are. What's um, wait? What's fifty four mean to you? Fifty four. That were fifty four. Um, I didn't check that, but for now, mm. well, for now, what, for now, it means something else to you. Huh? Yeah, it's a time in history where um oh. Oh, had to do with the down. Oregon Territory, the Oregon Trail. Could have been. That was a great game. Yeah, it was. I died of dysentery many times. I died of malaria. My whole family died. The wagon wheels fell off. I got I lost f- in the in the creek. Floated across the river. Or the river, whatever. The fuck yeah. We've been playing GTA too lately. That's GTA 5, going on shootout sprees. Killing a bunch of people, getting chased yeah. by the cops. We've been playing a lot of Rockstar games. <laughs> yeah. We were playing um, Red Dead, but they're having issues, and I was actually reading an article online earlier. I'm checked out right now on Red Dead. Bet them having issues. Look, they're saying how the towns are like ghost towns and stuff like that, and like nothing's working right. Ghost towns? Yeah, like there wasn't many people, and you couldn't find your horses, which we were having that issue, remember? It, it was just annoying, like... It kept glitching so much. It was kicking me out every time we try to like start something. Like it says right here, people playing in Ghost Town on Xbox One. Horses won't spawn. Townsfolk who are typically mill about are gone. Yeah. No animals to track and hunt. They say yeah, it's kind there's, of, there is no animals. <laughs> they say it's kind of eerie because you'll just see wagons going along with horses, but no people in them. <laughs> <laughs> Those so people got shot off of that wagon in the woods somewhere. Probably by us. Most likely. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with it, but we have com- a bad reputation on that game. Yeah, we do. Grand Theft Auto also, but at least we don't lose money when we die. I got boat full of money right now. I got like three hundred grand or something in that game. Yeah, but you had a million. Yeah, I bought a lot of shit. Twenty thousand dollar horn. It's a nice horn. <laughs> Better be for twenty thousand. Very sexual sounding horn. <laughs> Breaks it down for you. I just have a horn that goes beep. I mean that works. It's a pretty common horn, but <laughs> mine's way nicer. We have pretty much the same cars. I can't believe I fucking bought a horn for twenty grand. I didn't mean it. I just clicked the button by accident. We have the same cars because they were all free. I haven't really bought any cars yet. Yeah, right. I bought that motorcycle. That was free it. cars. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're cheap. I'm trying to save up money so I can buy a club and go get my That's groove right. on. That's right. Aaron's. I was dancing in the club last night. You had to fucking invite me, and make me leave. <laughs> I literally walked into this club, 
and it's like, oh, press right D-pad button to start dancing. Oh, and really? Like a whole list of dance moves pops up. That must be something new. You press A a bunch of times, you get going faster, <laughs> pop your booty out, and like lights are going. I was like, ooh, where's the ecstasy? I'm going to start doing some drugs in this game. <laughs> could you dance with anybody or no? And literally, as soon as I walked in, you fucking invited me to the thing, and I left. <laughs> so now i got to go back on a solo mission and go back to this nightclub. <laughs> or we could just go together into a club. We could. Yeah, we could try that. I'll go in one corner. I don't even remember where the hell it was. I'm sure they're not hard to find. There, there's probably plenty around. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so we've been playing a lot of video games. We're children. <laughs> yes, we are, but we like to have fun. What so, are you doing? You're buying a TV today, you said. Yeah, going what kind to Best of TV? Buy? Samsung, of course. What? How dare you? What do you mean, of course? Samsung's the best. I have all Vizios in my house. Mm, just not oh, a fan of I don't, Vizios. Motherfucker, you've got a Vizio right here that's also mine in your house. How about that? I like Vizios so much, I bring them and gift them to people. <laughs> like, here, take a Vizio. I mean, I'm like Oprah. For a cheaper TV, they're actually really good. Fucking great. But Samsung is the number one. They really yeah, are. Whatever. Sorry. I've had the Samsung I have upstairs. I've had it for over 10 years. Never had an issue with it. Yeah. You know how old that thing is? No. About the same age. <laughs> <laughs> well, back to my 54. The Oregon Territory, the northern oh, yeah. boundary of Oregon was the latitude line of 54 degrees, 40 minutes. 54 or fight. 54, 40 or fight. I don't know. Was what the you're popular about. slogan that led the poke to victory oh against the Oh, my God. This is the most boring shit of all time. <laughs> you couldn't have found a worse fucking 54 thing to bring up. There's got to be something better than that. You're probably right. You're bringing up boundary lines and shit with the number 54 involved in but them. We talked about the Oregon Territory. But that's because you. That's what you just started talking about with 54. There's a movie called 54. What is that it's about? about? The nightclub. Oh, that's with um, what's his name there? Ryan. Uh, Phili- Philippi. Philippi. I remember this movie. I didn't see it, but I remember seeing the previews and then I all that stuff. I do not remember this 54 movie. No, it's like about a nightclub or some shit. Here, let's watch the. <laughs> We're gonna watch a trailer, trailer. for a thirty-year-old movie. We really have to choose him to be our next Damn spokesperson. Fucking M and M's are so good, though. Hmm. They are. I love Sounds these M like and M commercials. You love Why them? I just leave M&M M and M commercials resume. are so funny. <laughs> yes, it's laminated. No thanks. Try caramel M and M's. No, I don't want them. I tried them. They're okay. I like regular M and M's. Here we go. Not even peanut. Now we can go in the club. Okay. Studio Fifty Four. That makes more sense. Now it's coming around. If you looked hot enough, you were in. Yeah, to look good to get in this club. And then what happened? Ugly people got kicked out. I said not with that shirt. Not with that shirt? Oh, so he takes off his shirt. He's like, cool, I got abs. Well, he's Ryan, Phil- Ryan Philippi. He can do what he wants. He's got like a blonde little afro, though. It's weird. He looks like, like Paul Walker. Fucking Justin Timberlake. That, too. Paul Walker's got the blonde afro. He looks he like did. NSYNC Justin Timberlake. Like yeah, way back. Yeah. Look at all that money. That bag full of money. It kind of reminds me of that movie, um, what's it called, with uh, Johnny Depp? Almost any movie. Blow? No, <laughs> fucking Blow. bag full of money in like every movie now. <laughs> remember the movie Blow? Yeah, Johnny of course Depp? I remember and Blow. They, they ran Pee Wee Herman? They ran out of room for money. Like, um, I have nowhere to put this. I wish I had that issue. I got that issue at home right now. Yeah. Just stacks everywhere. Bags full of money. There's a bank you can use. I don't trust the banks. I don't blame you either. Dude, I watched a documentary on Flat Earth the other day. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So, Are you convinced? uh, I'm convinced they're all fucking crazy. I'll tell you that. (laughs) So this, it's on Netflix, actually. What the fuck is it called? It's like Beneath the Dome or something like that. Oh, yeah? It's on Netflix. So great. So this guy... It's like focuses on this one guy who's like a huge flat earther. He's, he wears shirts. Fucking yeah. ask me about flat earth. He thinks he's like famous. He's like people everywhere. They're like, oh my God, you're the guy. And he's like, 
just some fucking flat earth guy that I think he does a podcast about flat earth and shit. Oh yeah. Either way throughout the movie, it's going back and forth and like showing him trying to like go up to places and try to argue with some people or whatever. And then there's this one group that's like, we're going to do this test. Oh, spoiler alert. We're going to do this test to try to, uh, prove that the earth is flat, not round. So they went on this lake and they're like, water is always level, right? They use water in a level to level a fucking house when they build it and shit. Right. So they're setting up a laser on like one end and like three or four miles away, they're trying to set up points across it. So they stick these signs up like 10 feet in the air on both sides. So if it's perfectly flat, if it hits the center on 10 feet on the one side, it's going to hit 10 feet on the other side, three miles away. Unless the earth is curved and there's going to be a slight bow in that couple mile distance. And it went through the water. They couldn't see it. So it proved their point that the earth was actually round, not flat. <laughs> and that's how the fucking movie ends. So like the guy's like, oh, well, raise your raise the light up a little higher. So if they raise it, then it go, can see over the curve of the earth. And then it obviously is proving that the earth is curved. And then they can see the light. So he's like, oh, interesting. And then they cut to credits. So it's you know, like proved that the fucking earth is round on their one test. You know how I know if the earth is round? I don't need a test to prove it. Prove it. I can look at the sky and I can see the fucking curvature of the earth, number one. What do you mean? Break that down. What's that mean? When you look up in the sky, it looks kind of just the, the curvature of the earth. You can see the dome-shaped type of the the atmosphere. That's totally sounding like flat earth right there. How do you figure? Just look up. You can't look up and see the earth. You're on it. I realize that. So but you... if you're looking up and you're seeing a dome, that that's all the proof that the flat earthers would ever want because they think we're in a dome right now. No, I don't mean a dome. I mean a round-type curvature of the earth. I don't understand your logic at all. I'm I not going to lie to you. If you were outside of the earth looking at it, you'd be like, yeah, it's round. You're standing on it looking at the sky. How are you seeing the earth anymore? No, you can see the curvature of the sky, like the sky, the way the earth would curve. You could see it. Like you can tell the sky is wide open. It's infinite. It is, but if you look at it in a certain that way. That makes no sense to me, I dude. can see it. I don't agree. <laughs> I can see it. I don't really curvature. even know what the fuck that means. You can see the curve of the earth by looking at the open sky? Yeah. How? Just by the way it's shaped. I don't know how to explain it, but I'd have to show you when you can see it better. But another way you know is the hundreds of thousands of pictures that they put up all the time. They say those are composites. Every single one of them, and people are just trying to hide it. Yeah, that's Why? what they what, say. What's the point in faking it? I don't know. I'm just telling you what the like, flat earthers what think. What is the purpose? They think it's, oh, because it's a huge conspiracy. But why? Because we're all sheep. They don't want us to know that we're in a dome on a flat earth. That makes no sense. They they want everyone to be in fear. So Stephen King was right in that book, The Under the Dome? Sure. I don't know. I, I got that book. book. It, look how big it is. It's over there. Why is it so big? Because that's what Stephen King does. You see it? Up in the top right corner? That's Under a, the Dome? That's a large book. Very large. Yeah. He was probably on a bunch of coke when he wrote that. He's probably on to something. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even finish reading it yet. I've been reading so, it yeah, for like six they, years. They try to say that the earth is flat and the sun and the moon are equal size. They try to say that the sun's only like 3000 miles away instead of like 42 billion or I whatever think the fuck it is. I think we'd be dead if that was the truth. Yeah, they're fucking dumb. And they say there's a real ice wall around the border. How come nobody's ever found it? We're not allowed to go that far. That you can't go to Antarctica unless you get like all permissions from all these different countries. Are you kidding me? You really think somebody couldn't wouldn't sneak in there and take a picture of with their phone? Oh. I I don't buy any of this shit. I'm just telling you what this flat earthers' excuses are. Just excuses. They went to NASA and they're like looking at the space shuttles. They're like these things never went in outer space. (laughs) Like just talking shit. It's 
hilarious to me. I don't know. I love it. Do you know I how love, much time I love and conspiracy things? Do you know how like much that? time and effort would have to go into faking all this? Like it wouldn't even yeah. be it wouldn't be worth it. Yeah, a lot. It's they don't think time. they don't think the space station's real. They don't believe in satellites. Really? How do you think your car goes on GPS? What, what do you I, think I didn't does ask. that? <laughs> ask them that. I I don't know what they believe. Global is positioning real. satellite. They believe everything is a hot air balloon. So people. What is there some little this monk? one they always use too is like if you're flying in a plane thirty five thousand feet up you can see the curvature of the Earth, and then they try to say well no that's just the perspective of looking through the thick glass on the plane that gives it a natural fishbowl effect and makes it look round. And they're like no that's not okay. So then they tried to say that they if they send up a hot air balloon like one hundred twenty thousand feet up, you still can't see that the Earth is round. So how could you possibly see it at thirty five thousand feet? Do you remember a long time ago when they had that guy on live TV that went up to the top of the Earth and jumped? Top of the atmosphere, atmosphere yeah, and jumped. Red Bull guy. Yeah, they said that was fake. <laughs> that looked pretty fucking real to me. <laughs> it looked real to me too. Uh, That's I, what I said. <laughs> and what about the fact that they're going to start giving people rides to the edge of space? Did you hear about that? They don't believe it. Okay, well, when it happens, what are they going to say when people come back with their fucking Dude, cell phones in the So videos? they went to like that lunar eclipse. Remember when that shit happened? Everybody had to wear those fucking glasses to look at the yeah. sun in the middle of the day. Yeah. They went to it, and then they tried to say how it looked like a like a puppet show. Like they said it looked so fake. I was like, you guys just saw a real life thing, and you're still trying to uh, fucking like crazy people. But it's so worth the watch if you appreciate crazy. Yeah. Because I loved it. I was like, oh my God, look at this crazy Kind of like you and the demon eyes guy. Yeah, Hell House guy, Zach Baggins. Yeah. That's got to be the dumbest shit I've ever heard. His eyes, his eyes hurt still. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We that's should get so him on funny. a podcast. Zach Baggins? He's too famous, dude. That's not true. We had some famous people on here. He's too famous. Hit him up. Hey, Zach from Ghost Adventures. Is he uh, that famous? Because I never heard of him before you told me about Oh, him. he's famous. Don't you worry. He buys all kinds of random shit now. Like, he just bought, like, Ted. What's, what's it? Ted Bundy? Or no? Ted Kaczynski? The, Ted Bundy is the, the one Man? that just did the documentary on yeah. Netflix. The like Ice Man is Ted Kaczynski. Ted Bundy. He bought Ted Bundy's glasses and yeah. like his his beanie hat or something that he used to use when he like kidnap chicks or whatever. Maybe Zach Baggins is going to kidnap chicks. I think he just likes having weird shit. Like he's got a house full of random dolls and shit. That what are supposed would you to be if you found out he was a serial killer? I believe it. Yeah, it's crazy. Very he's possessed all the time. Every fucking time I turn a show on, he gets possessed by a demon. So it makes sense if he starts going on a rampage. <laughs> he's got so many demons he's inside got a lot of him. Demons in There's him. like a bunch of demons <laughs> fighting for control it's of like, his soul. I didn't do this. Demon Fred did it. It's like, Demon Fred? Who the fuck's that guy? He's like one of my demon buddies. That's he's got 10 of them. It's crazy. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about Brody Stevens. Tell you about Brody Stevens. Rest in peace, Brody Stevens. Um, he was one of my favorite random comedians. He he never really had like a special or anything yeah, like that. I've heard of him, but I don't know um, about him too much. But obviously, if you're, if you're listening to us, you probably listen to other podcasts. And uh, he has been on so many of the podcasts I listen to, like to- like Kill Tony and yeah. like a lot of the like Joe Rogan family of podcasts. Is Kill Tony guys. a podcast or is it a show? It's a show, but they do a live podcast oh, while do they, they do the show. Yeah, yeah. so. He's been a guest on like a lot of the the shit I've listened to. I I just think he's a funny fucking guy. Yeah. He's super unique. Like yeah. he doesn't he goes up there and like starts arguments with people, but it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Like it's it's just he was such a different kind of guy compared to everyone else that's just up there trying to tell dick jokes, you know. So right. I don't know. When uh he had a show Comedy Central did and it was kind of about at this one point a couple years back he like went had a mental breakdown. Went to a mental hospital for a couple months or whatever yeah like 
it was obviously like rough for him, but he had friends go visit. Like Tony Hinchcliffe was one of the guys that actually went and visited him in the mental hospital and shit. So uh, it was just showing like him coming back. He was working on Chelsea lately. He was working on a lot of bigger shows. He was in the hangover and shit. Like he was getting shit together, but he never really had like a normal life. Like he never had a girlfriend. Like he was just always just a weird kind of single dude that did weird comedy. And then, uh, Yesterday, I think I saw it. might have been Joe Rogan posted the first one I saw, and it's something like, Sorry to see, blah, 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 rest in peace, my good friend. And I was like, No. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it was like super bummed. It was weird because I, I don't know him at all, obviously, but I know him through all the shows I've listened to in the past like six, seven, eight years, whatever. Yeah. And it's like, I feel like sad about it. Like it's, it's awkward almost. Like I've never felt like a bummed out feeling from someone I don't know at all. Right. That's weird. Yeah, it's definitely weird. Yeah. It's crazy. I was listening to the Joe Rogan podcast the other day, and I forget who we had on the show, but they were talking about how suicides are at like an all-time high right now. Probably. It's insane. That's because everything is out there. Like, everything is on display. It is. It's, I think it's that, and I also think it's all the medications that they prescribe. There's obviously a lot of that. Definitely that. And he was on a lot. And that's yeah. the other thing, too, is like, I see a lot of comedians posting shit because he was like a huge... Like, he was the comedian's comedian. All the guys would come out and watch him close the comedy store at the end of the night. Yeah. Like, he was the last guy to perform every night and shit. Okay. So, I saw a lot of people coming out and saying, like, you know, reach out and talk to people or yeah. you know, go to see a doctor. Well, that was the thing. He did all that shit. He, his, his whole thing was, like, uh, positive push. And, like, he always said all this weird positive, like, you know. Yeah. He always was on people's podcasts. He did a lot of talking to everybody. So it's not always just that easy. Obviously. I can't even it's, imagine. It's a, it's a more serious thing than just you know talking about it because obviously yeah didn't work. I can't even imagine. It's got to be such an empty feeling to want to end your life. You know, like that's, and that's, if you think it's so bad, it's never going to get better, and that the only way to end it is to kill yourself. Yeah, it, and that's unfortunately like that's what that show about him kind of showed. Like he was just a single, you know, almost fifty year old guy. Yeah, never had a family. You know, I mean, he has mom still, but he didn't have like a wife or kids. Yeah. Or, I don't know. He just led a weird, odd life. But it's, yeah, it's rest weird in peace, Brody. I can't relate to that. I've never felt any of those kind of feelings. I've never yeah. been depressed. I've been sad, you know, just like anybody, happy, sad, yeah. angry, whatever, but I've never been depressed. I don't know if I've been what I would call depressed, but I've definitely been in spots where I'm like, I don't know what to do Yeah, about, I, about like just financial stuff and like figuring out how to move ahead in life. Like there's moments when you're like, fuck, I feel stuck. Yeah. In, in job situations, I mean... My like, mindset's always like, it'll eventually get better and just keep digging. That's I've what switched I it around a lot, you know? Like, I don't really... I don't, I don't... I don't get, like, sad or anything. I don't go home and, like, woe is me or anything right. like that. I'm usually pretty fucking happy. I don't me too. necessarily go out and, like, jump around and dance and shit. <laughs> tell people I'm the greatest out right. there. Right, no. But I'm usually fine. I'm usually good to go. Yeah. But there's definitely, like, back a couple... Well, seven or eight years ago before i bought the house probably when at my job i was like thinking you know every day i thought i was gonna get fired for something really? i was just like fuck if i lose this job i don't think i can go and start another job making the same i make now and just like how can i pay my bills and how the fuck am i gonna be able to buy a house one that like had all those fuck i'm depressed because i don't know how to get out of this type thoughts yeah but that's not real like clinical depression that's just like oh i got financial problems right i was also 20 you know like what the fuck everyone's 20 he's got financial problems i had those issues when i was younger too but i didn't think about it in that sense i was like yeah i'll figure it out <laughs> well i was with tagan already like oh, we were so already in I an apartment and, and shit yeah. like that's what i mean like i was looking at my future like i don't know i knew i guess i have that somewhat of that old school like i wish i could afford to 
cover everything on my own so she didn't have to work type yeah. mentality because my dad kind of did that my even when my parents split up my stepdad still kind of did that my mom had her dance studio or whatever but she didn't make a lot of side money like right so there's always like a guy in the house that covered everything yeah i was like i don't know how the fuck i'm gonna be able to afford living for two people off of what i was making when i was 20 right. and i was just stressing about it because i don't know in my head i wanted to try to do that yeah i couldn't and I couldn't think, like, how the fuck can I make that Well, happen? you also got to remember that times have changed and things oh, are yeah. much more expensive yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, Value of the dollar's gone way down. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah, so it's, it's tough. You can't... Yeah, so... I, got, I moved past that. <laughs> yeah. That's good to see, man. <laughs> Thanks, dude. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, nowadays, things are just completely different than they used to be. It's weird, right? And you definitely didn't hear much about... I mean, you heard it here and there, but it definitely wasn't as prevalent as it is today. Suicide was not it like that back then. It a common fucking thing. You it's hear crazy. a lot. It's sad. It's terrible that people think that there's no way out, yeah. you know? Yeah, and it's it's crazy just to think, like, somebody's going to have that thought, like, all right, how am I going to do it? Overdose or whatever, you and know? And then like, you also wonder, like, if when they're doing it and they're at the point of no return, do they think, maybe I don't want to do this anymore, now it's once, too late. Or once they've done it and it's too late, then it's like, fuck, I shouldn't have done like, it. Like, I watched, I forget what the show was, I watched this thing about people who had almost died or something like that, and... I forget, but the guy jumped off a bridge to kill himself. It was about people who tried to commit yeah, suicide. I remember that yeah. show. And he tried to jump or off, or he did jump off a bridge, and he said he knew at the minute his hands left the bridge, he yeah. didn't want to die. Yeah. And he survived, luckily. Broke almost yeah. most of his body, like most of his bones in his body, I'd say. Like, I couldn't even imagine. Like, can you imagine just like you jumping, like, oh shit, I don't want to die. Yeah. Now what? I can't do anything about it. You know, and then three seconds later, you're in the fucking water. Barely being able to swim, probably gonna drown yeah. if somebody doesn't get and to dying you. because of drowning instead of yeah. the impact. Crazy. Yeah, it's it's a shitty thing that that's a a huge problem in this country. Yeah. Although, but, speaking of, I mean, from jump from a sad note to kind of a happy fun note. Around. Yeah, you jumped off a building last night on Grand Theft Auto. I did. You landed on your head. I unfortunately, did die. <laughs> actually, we're talking about this. It's awkward. Uh, I know it's not a joke, but but yeah, no. Um, it was, was funny in the I, game. We were flying around in a helicopter, and I jumped out onto a roof, thinking I could like run down, and then I was stuck up there. Well, because and I then fucked and up. then you crashed the helicopter, so I was really stuck well, up there. I jumped out because I was going to hope the usually the helicopter will land when yeah. I jump out. So not that time. No. Crashed. Yeah, but what I was trying to do was just. I've jumped out before and the helicopter just landed by itself, but oh, really? it didn't happen that time. It fucking no, it did not. It blew up. <laughs> the blade like hit you the jumped roof. out and died when it exploded. Like the explosion killed you or whatever. Yeah. And I was just stuck up on the roof with a burning helicopter. <laughs> so I jumped down one level, almost died from that jump, and then I was just on the ledge. And I was I, like, I'm gonna videotape this. At a certain <laughs> rank, you can get a parachute, and then you can just jump off and pull yeah, the parachute. Yeah, that'd been nice. Do a little base jumping. Yeah. Well, you ever, would you ever base jump in real life? I don't know about that. That's fucking crazy. You don't know about it? Uh, Does that mean you might consider it? Because I'm not fucking ever doing that. That's a no for me. <laughs> Would you jump out of a plane? No. See, I'd jump out of a plane. Nah. Yeah. I'm good, dude. I've never been in a plane. Really? Never? No. Oh. I've been in a plane multiple times. We went in a plane. Oh, Mr. Fancy Pants over here bragging about flying around the world. <laughs> Years ago, I went to Colombia with some people. Colombia? Yeah. The country? Yeah. You did? Yeah. With who? couple friends. For what? Just to hang out for the week. Huh? They were from Colombia. You're a mystery man. I had no <laughs> idea you ever went to Colombia. I'm a secret agent. Colombia, huh? Yeah. It was kind of fun. It was different. Why do you have Colombian friends? You I dealer? did at the time. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know them anymore. I haven't seen them in many years. 
Well, kind of, how, so, all right, break it down for me. How'd you meet these guys? I knew them through another friend of mine that I worked with. So you knew some random Colombians through another friend, and you're like, I'm going to go visit you guys in your homeland. No, I didn't go visit them. They were all going on a trip, mm-hmm. and I wanted to go. I didn't have anything else going on and stuff. So so you went to Colombia? Yeah, for What'd you do there? Hung out, partied. You did some coke? No, I didn't do any coke. Why I drank, not? I drank because I'm not a coke guy. Me, I would, I would feel like obligated to do it if I was in Colombia. I don't think they had any. It wasn't what? even on the table. Come on, it was definitely on the table. It's on everything there. It's in their coffee and shit. It was a weird, weird though. But like, they had a lot of like military guys in the city. Did with you feel guns. nervous? A little bit. Plomo y plata. Because remember that. The number one thing <laughs> they like to do there is kidnap Americans for ransom. That's what I'm saying. But if you stayed in the city, the, the capital, Bogota, and I stayed with the people I was with, I yeah. was fine. So, and they all spoke Spanish, so they could interpret. Did you for speak me. any Spanish? I knew a little bit from Spanish in high school. Hola. Basically, Muchas gracias. Yeah, that's about it. Que es la baña? Yeah, <laughs> shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's about it. Okay, it was fun. So you went to fucking Colombia, huh? For a week, yeah. Oh, you were Pablo. Who knew Pablo about Escobar. I didn't know you were like that. It was crazy. On the way back, they like um, wanted to do an x-ray of me to make sure I wasn't taking drugs yeah, with me. Yeah, in case you had a balloon full of yeah, yayo up your asshole. Yeah, the Colombian um, people, whatever you want to call them. The people at the airport, the Colombian. TSA? Yeah, basically. Colombia? And then when I got back into America, they searched my bag and everything. They uh, do a physical check? No, no. Stick a finger in? No, they just no. checked my bag and stuff, <laughs> made sure I didn't have anything because I was coming from it. Colombia and I was only there for a week, so well, I mean, yeah. it looks suspicious, I guess. If you were there for a day, it would look suspicious. That would look a real week suspicious. is like a vacation. That seems like yeah. a normal. But I don't think Colombia is a real big vacation spot. No, I don't believe it is. It's probably not. I mean, it wouldn't be on my list. Yeah. It's such a random place. Like Where I else said, have you gone in this world? St. Lucia, but that was for our honeymoon. Yeah, it's not. That was fun. We had a lot of fun there. It was all expense because we did a sandals resort, yeah. so everything's included in the price, the mm-hmm. food and everything. All the water bottles you could ever want. I don't know if those are included. What did you drink? I'm sure I drank water. That's all I do drink, so. You said you drank at your wedding. Oh, you know what? I drank some alcohol in the pool there. That's fucking right you did. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot like about that. We were in the pool and they had a bar. If you paid for all-inclusive, use it. Yeah, don't yeah, just I drink did. water. What the fuck? The only thing that's not included is like outside activities. If you go into outside activities or like scuba diving, I wanted to go scuba diving, but my only issue with it is you're not supposed to scuba diving and go on a plane within a certain amount of time in like a few days. Really? Yeah, because of the pressure under the water. How far down from the nitrogen? Either way, it's the nitrogen, not the pressure. I'm sorry, the nitrogen that you breathe in from the oxygen tanks. Mm -hmm. There's nitrogen in it, and then if you go up in the plane, has something to do with the. I forget what it's called, but... I feel like people do it all the time on vacation. They do, but you have to do... You can't go within, like... You have to have, you have to have like, a few days waiting period, some kind of... I don't know the time period, so I didn't want to... Is that, like, it. one of those mom rules? Like, you can't go swimming until 30 minutes after you ate your sandwich. Kind of, but you can die. Like, oh, it's oh. happened. Yeah. I'd because you get, nitrogen bubbles, you get nitrogen bubbles in your bloodstream, and then when you go up in a plane... I burst those bubbles. Yeah, and I'm then you'll die. <laughs> I'll just go... And pop those bubbles. I mean, I'd have to Google it to know the exact, but it, you can die, so I didn't want to do it and take any chance. All right. But someday, I definitely want to do scuba diving. Where else have you gone? I've been to California. I've been to Florida. All by flight? Yeah, when I was little. When, now, let's take this back a minute. Did you look out the window by chance? Yeah. How'd the earth look? Um, depends on where I was, but if I was over water, it looked like water. If I was over grass, it looked like grass. You never got high enough to see if it was a curved earth or flat one? It's definitely curved. You could tell? Yeah. 
Sure it wasn't the fish Just bowl like effect. I could tell by standing outside. You're fucking high with that idea. <laughs> no, <I'm not laughs> Makes no sense at all. If someone else listening could explain Ken's idea better than him, please reach out to me. <laughs> you can just see it. No, you can't. <laughs> That's like saying I can look in the ocean and count all the fish. It's like, what? No, you can't. No, that's different. It's the same fucking idea to me. If you're looking away, that's all right. That's like standing on your feet and saying, I can see the soles of my feet. How? You're standing on it. How can you see what you're on? That's not what I mean. The curvature of the earth is in the sky. No, it's, no, it's not. You can see the curvature of the earth from the sky. You can also see it looking up. If you look, you can see how it's not completely. You just see that like the earth goes like this. No, dude. You're seeing the solar system maybe rotating, and that's what you're envisioning as a round Earth, but that's well, yeah, because we're see, spinning. You can see the clouds moving, too. Well, that's because we're spinning, so you're going to see a well, curvature of that, but there's no there's no way you can see how the well, Earth being round if, if the Earth you're was standing flat and we were spinning, you wouldn't see that. Oh, well, they're, they're saying we're not spinning. Well, They're I'll saying see. the sun and the moon are spinning around us, and we're well, staying still. I can see the clouds moving. Their logic is... All right, so here's, here's their logic. So gravity... They don't believe in gravity. I've heard that. Too. They say gravity is just a theory. It's all about density. So helium balloons float, but the balloon itself, if it's not full of helium, would, would sink. Well, yeah, because helium is lighter than air. Exactly. So that's <laughs> what they're saying. They're trying to prove that gravity is just a theory because you can drop something that's more dense and it'll sink if you put something that's lighter, like a fucking helium balloon, that'll float. So they're saying gravity's bullshit, which means... There's no way we're spinning 6,000 miles an hour or whatever, spinning 60 million miles an hour through the earth, you know, through the solar system. There's all this rotation, but the water is perfectly flat. So all this gravity can hold all the pounds of water down to the earth, but we can walk around and we can jump. Where's the tides come in then? That has to do with the earth and the moon and all that stuff. How do they explain that? Supposedly. I'm not talking about tides right now, right? Let me get to my point here. (laughs) (laughs) So what they're saying is that... Gravity itself is bullshit because how could it hold all of the water and everything to the earth, but we can walk around being much less weight than water, right? That's their whole point. So they they bring up points, unless you're a fucking scientist, I don't have the the right words to debate that, but that's the guy right there. Is it? Mark, what's his name? Mark something. This guy? Yeah. Let's take a look at this video. So yeah, they say that the moon and the sun spins around us. We're the center. I don't think I believe that. I don't believe it. (laughs) I can't believe that people this day and age are really that stupid. I wonder how many um, planets are really out there that have some shit on them, because there's definitely something else out there. Well, the thing is, is a lot of these planets, the way that they are, it's hard for... I mean, there might be some kind of life, but... One plus one is... Two. 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 Yeah, see? Simple shit. Hey, there it is. Yeah, look. There it is being round. It's round. And the Earth is... Flatter than a motherfucker. My reality, my senses tell me that the Earth is flat and stationary. There's their... All right, so you saw that little diagram thing they made? Yeah. They have a a conference? So they they show this in the uh, documentary I watched, the first one of these conferences in Raleigh. This is the guy. Yeah. This guy's out of his mind. If any one of uh, our fellow listeners here are flat earthers, please 
hit me up and let me know why I'm wrong. Mark Sargent, that's his name. There you go. Part of a series of clues that can help you get your head around both the design and the flat earth. <laughs> what? There's just waterfalls going just off. Just flying off into space. Bullshit as Avatar looking Earth. <laughs> Don't do that. This dude just got into it two years ago and like took over his life. He's got issues. He needs a fucking hobby. This is his hobby. No, he needs another hobby. Oh, he loves Flat Earth. I can see. He's so passionate about it. He's so fucking retarded. Hey, hey now. Did you hear that? What? She goes, people have traveled from around, actually, across the Earth, as Mark would say. Right here. Amy Nicholson wrote a book of poetry about her flat earth journey. Oh my Christ. Really? <sighs> well, whatever. Either way. Somebody should throw these people off the edge of the flat earth. Yeah, I just... Show me their proof. Right. Because everything that scientists prove, they say is just fake. Or, or well, where's created. your proof? Right. So please, show me... They're like, well, we don't have the millions of dollars that NASA is funded to Then find somebody who can. Fine, yeah. You got famous people on your side. Shaq? Go fund me. You, was it there's Shaq? enough of you lunatics now. Kyrie Irving. Um, who else was there? There was a few. Was it Shaq? Players. I don't think it was Shaq. I think Shaq made fun of Kyrie Irving. Okay. I don't know. If I he think Shaq's there. smart enough to know. Well, he might. Round. He fucking you know. Kazam. He might. He might thought that bitch was flat too. I don't know. Who really won? Who really won what? Ja Rule versus Fifty Cent. I watched this. What whole year thing. is it for you right now? <laughs> Everything you're showing me is for fucking twenty years ago. <laughs> what happened to Nelly? No. What um, happened to Nelly? <laughs> Has he still got that band-aid on his face? You should get that thing stitched <laughs> it looks up. Like it what right the there. fuck, man? If you got a hole in your face, go see a doctor. Um, I watched this video on who really won Eminem versus like um what's that dude's name again? The Eminem? One he, no. Machine Gun Kelly? Yeah, Machine Gun Kelly. Eminem blew him away, especially if you look at the technical part of it and how he rhymes and how he makes every word rhyme with all these other words. It's so much That's better than Machine Gun Kelly. It's the whole fucking point of rapping, isn't it? Rhyming yeah. shit. <laughs> it's so much better than Machine Gun Kelly. I don't, I don't give two fucks about their rap battle. I know you don't, but <laughs> when you break it down to a technical aspect, it's like, holy shit. Oh, yeah. It's one guy rhyming words against the other guy. So technical. <laughs> it is. Can you do it? No. <laughs> do I practice it and get paid to do it? Yes. No, no I, I don't. You, I so saw there you, you go. I saw you practicing the other day. I'll spit a verse. <laughs> Drop me a hot beat or there. I'd have to say <laughs> that 50 Cent definitely won a Ja Rule fight. He put him out. Of, he put him out. Like Ja Rule went nowhere. Ja Rule after. went and tried to start Fire Festival. What? What? What's Fire Festival? Excuse me. We did. We did. We already talked about Fire Festival, didn't we? I don't know. Did we? There's a documentary on Fire Festival. You know what we didn't talk about? Wait, don't don't just brush past this. <laughs> okay, well, let's talk. Do you about know it. what the Fire Festival is? No. Type in F Y R E Festival. Okay, hold on. I just got to write something down before I forget about it. F R E F Y R E festival. Well, oh yeah, you're on YouTube instead of Google. That's why. Oh, yeah. I was Google it. Yeah, Google it. That way, it pop up like an article, so we don't have to watch any more fucking videos. Either way, this guy and Ja Rule were gonna come up with this whole fire festival thing. So they hired a bunch of models. They brought them to some island somewhere. It, supposedly they bought an island. They were going to have a music festival on this island, and then they were going to invite like you know exclusive amount of people. They were going to set up all these condos and make it like a really high end music festival. 
but they tried to do it in like six months from when they purchased an island, which had none of the facilities to do any of that. Yeah, there's not enough time. So they moved it without really telling people to just the corner of another island, which had like people living on it and shit. And then there still wasn't enough facilities to house all the people that were supposed to be coming for this festival. So it was just a complete shit show. And there's a documentary on Netflix that goes through the whole thing, showing like how this guy was getting all this money from people and they kept hyping it up, how this is going to be the greatest thing. And then they were taking like 10 grand from people buying tickets and saying, oh, uh, what you need to do is also give us another five grand to cover all your food and we'll give you the fire points card or whatever. That way you don't have to keep cash on you. Just swipe this one card everywhere you go. Yeah. Well, and that shit wasn't working. People weren't getting their tickets. It was like the day before the event. People didn't have like flights still. Like Jeez. there was all kinds of problems. All these people fly in. They're starting to bust these guys in. And they have like literally like FEMA tents set up trying to say that these are their cabanas or whatever. Jesus. And the night before it, it like downpoured. So everything's soaked. All the beds were soaked. Everything was destroyed. They they couldn't get water. So, so the uh, whatever, like the security national guy or whatever, like wouldn't allow these trucks full of water to get dropped off to be able to give these people water yeah so there's one guy and i'm sure you've seen the meme of this dude's face by now and he's a gay gentleman <laughs> that uh helped try to facilitate everything get, get all the permits for shit and the younger dude that's hosting this event called him and was like hey we need you to do a favor we need you to go down there and suck this guy's dick <laughs> to get us that water is this real real really yeah Jesus. And this guy's telling this story on the documentary. And he's oh like, did I, did I ever tell you about this? How to get the water? And we're like, yeah, no, go ahead. <laughs> so he sits back. He starts talking about it. He's like, so I went home. I took a shower. I uh, did a little spritz, a little mouthwash. And I was going to go down there. So he was gonna, like fully going to go blow this dude. Wow. Who apparently was obviously a gay man as well, or, or at least enjoyed blowjobs from dudes. Which makes you gay. Do your thing. Basically. Well, you would assume. That, that's a gay thing. To so. me, it sounds it. But yeah. hey, do your thing. Whatever. Enjoy it. I mean, so, that's, your, that's your thing, yeah. But it's definitely gay. It, yeah. Yep. So anyway. <laughs> yes. So anyway. So, so the guy is like, cool. He didn't actually end up having to blow this dude. That's good. The dude was just like, oh, yeah. No, I got you. Just he, make sure I'm going to be the first one that gets paid once you guys get all the money. He's probably bummed out. He probably wanted to blow him. All right. Take it easy over there, would you? I don't think he wanted to. He was just ready to do it to help make sure all this festival was still so going to be So he was going to whore himself out. He was going to do it. Yeah. yeah, he was willing to do it. But now there's just a meme of that guy's like face like, yeah, I guess I'll go suck this dick. <laughs> it's hilarious because everyone's just using it for everything else. Either way, so the whole festival, all these people show up. Immediately they could tell it's a shit show. And then like that night was a free for all. Like people were people shit was getting robbed from each other's tents. Like Jesus. there's nobody there. It sounds like, like to, Woodstock to secure gone this. fucking Yeah. And then the following day the guy came out with like a megahorn phone thing or whatever and was like, Oh, the fire festival's canceled and uh everyone's just stuck on this like island and that was the other thing. They didn't know where they were. Because they got off on some island that they were flown to and then they were bust somewhere. So like nobody knew where the fuck they were or how did, to get home. Did they riot? I mean, as much as they could, there was nothing to take, you know, there's nothing there to, to fucking riot. There's like bi big, like box trucks with like shit, just like on the ground next to them. Cause they didn't finish buildings, facilities and shit. And like the whole Island basically stopped their day jobs to go try to help build this thing. And none of them got paid. That's insane. Yeah. This guy's a scumbag. That's the most ridiculous, biggest failure in, ever. And Ja Rule is part of this. He was one of the co-creators, like co-sponsors guys or whatever. Yeah. So. Um, the other guy, the younger 
uh, scumbag. He, I think he's in jail or, or he's on trial still. One of the for two. this, yeah. Oh, okay, so it wasn't Ja Rule's fault. He didn't get in trouble, did he? Uh, he's held liable for oh, a certain amount of it. Yeah, but he wasn't the creator. He was just uh, like one of the backers and oh. co- you know co-creator or whatever. Like money, he was part of the. He was the money. I don't know exactly uh, his role. I just know he was one of the main guys that helped supposedly help hosting and promoting this whole event, and it was a shit show. All the music artists canceled like the day before because they were like, "Yeah, there's nothing there for us. To, like, there's no facilities for us to be right there for you know." Now they should have planned that way better. That well, was... they tried to rush it. Like it could have been a cool idea if you had two years to build or everything a year at least a year would have been stretching it for what they were trying yeah. to do they had seven months and they weren't even close it was a fucking disaster so anyway fire festival documentary it's well speaking great. of documentaries <laughs> i know we talked about this in the car but i don't think we talked about it on the podcast abducted in plain sight holy fucking shit is it's all i can say i have never been the in the most shock watching documentary ever in my life i've it's never so seen such horrible parents in my life and these I people, we we didn't talk about this last not time on the podcast. We talked about it in the car, oh, okay. and we were driving around looking for spots. <laughs> okay, that's right. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, just, I can't believe it, and I, I'm still in shock thinking so break about it. Down it. as a parent, what is your, uh, what is your view of this whole so idea? The different emotions going wait, through. Wait, wait, wait. Tell tell the people what this whole thing is about, because nobody knows if they haven't seen it. I'm sure a bunch of people have seen it, but it's been all over the internet. Abducted in Plain Sight is a Netflix documentary about these parents who had a next-door neighbor that was supposedly their, well, was their friend, who molested their daughter for many years, right under their noses. So first, dial it back a little bit there. That family moved into the town. They met at church, so they thought, you know, this guy's great. Right. He's a businessman like the church dad Church-going guy. He's got a family. He's got his own kids that are same age as my kids. Oh, great. You're new in town. We'll get together. We'll be like family friends. His name was Bob something, and they B. called him B. They called him B. B. Unfortunately, <laughs> we share the same first initial. <laughs> <laughs> so he lived next door. He'd come over, hang out with them. I don't think he was – it wasn't right next door, but what? they were like They friends. were close, They were yeah. family friends close enough that he was over there all the fucking time. And somehow these parents had no idea that even though this guy was going and hanging out with their daughter, sleeping in the bed with their... Now, these parents had a couple kids, but he had a favorite daughter. Yeah. And she was eight or nine, seven or eight, something like that. At the time, something like that. When they first... Yeah. And he fell in love with this child. Yeah. And this guy's like, you know, grown man. Full ass grown man with his own family. Something like that. He had to be in his 30s. Yeah. And you have to watch it, like... I oh, don't this even, is full I have no, spoiler alert right I, now. I have no words for what happened. Like the uh, father, I have, some, I have some words. The father <laughs> and the mother are the dumbest fucking parents I've ever seen. Now the emotions going through me as I'm watching this are anger, disgust, shock, amazement, and just appalling. Wow, I, you have a lot of feelings. I couldn't believe it as a parent. I could not believe it. Mine me, were mostly like, "Holy shit! Holy shit! This fucking guy." <laughs> Those are my feelings. <laughs> like. These dumb fucks. Th- that was the thoughts I had going through my head. So like, let me let me say from my side, let me break it down a little further too. This guy creeps on in, becomes fascinated with the one daughter, starts like singling her out, taking like pictures of her and like, yeah, being extra, pictures. extra creepy about it. Yeah. And the family kind of notices. They're like, he had a fascination with whatever the fuck her name was. If some dude has a fascination with my daughter, that dude's getting fucked so, up. You better stop taking pictures of my girl. Yeah, so... They're they're all close buddy buddies, you know. The the fucking dad of the family with this daughter ends up needing a ride home from work one day. Oh my god! From B, <laughs> B's like, hey, hey, I'll pick you up. I'll bring you home. Whatever, no big deal. So they're driving, 
And then he cuts down like a like a different road he's than the normal road. He's just how like, his wife's oh, not giving him any. You know, I got some problems going on at home. And that's like, I got a lot of tension built up. He's talking about how his wife's not giving him any sex or something. Yeah, like that. like in the Punan. So he's got a lot of tension. <laughs> Need some help with this. And the dad is in the passenger seat. Like, well, what the fuck do you mean? Yeah. And the guy driving, the creep that likes the child. B. B. He's like, you know, it's just like old time. You know, it's no big thing. You know, guys just got to do what guys do. I don't know these Hold guys. Hold on a second. I'm going to stop right here because you know what? I hung out with a lot of guy friends. Yeah. I have never once taken my wait, hand. Wait, wait, wait. No, let me finish before you ruin the story. <laughs> so he's got a lot of tension built up. I need help. I need some help with this. And he looks at him like he wants him to jerk him off. And then the dad, during this documentary <laughs> fucking interview, sitting there exactly like you would imagine this old fucking weird shaped human that doesn't understand pedophiles. I did. The most shameful thing of my life. I. What did he say? I gave him hand relief or something. Something shit. like that. He jerked this dude off. He admitted to jerking this guy off. Yeah. Because he has some built up tension, and he, you know, I cheated on my wife. I just so disgraced. Blah blah blah, and he fucking jerked this dude off. Now cut back to a couple months later, whatever. B kidnaps the daughter, takes her on a little trip. Doesn't tell the family he's taking her anywhere. While he's taking her on this trip, he's giving her her medicine because she's got allergies. Which it's really sleeping pills. Which is really, yeah, drugging her, fucking doing things. Then at one point, she wakes up and he's got a recorder next to her head or a speaker. And he's talking like a fucking alien (laughs) from the other room or some shit. And he's like, hey... You have to fall in love with B and make a baby with him or else we're going to kill your whole family and your little sister and blah, blah, blah. So this little child is now being brainwashed by this fucking adult creep who's kidnapped her and thinking, well, if I don't fall in love with this guy and let him you know, make a baby, I'm going to kill everyone on Earth. My whole family's going to die. Exactly. Blah, blah, blah. So he brainwashed this kid by thinking she's going to get abducted by aliens and shit. Because children's minds are so malleable. So finally, after a couple of days, whatever happens, he ends up having to come back and like returns the child and he blackmails the Wait family. A Before he returned a child, didn't he say he was in Mexico? Yeah. Either way. But so, I'm saying when he finally comes back, it was only like, I don't think it was that long. It was a couple of days. Well, he called up and he's like, I want to marry your daughter. I married that your daughter. That was the second time around. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 yeah the second time around. <laughs> Fucking A. So <laughs> when he comes back, he convinces the family not to press charges or else he's going to tell that the dad jerked him off and so he had blackmail on him at this point he did that shit on purpose wasn't the mom slept with him once or i don't think that was just yet i think once he came back now the mom the whole time was like he was a very handsome gentleman when like when she started talking about how like he moved into town and how great they were and blah 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 he was great with the kids he's very attractive like this bitch wait a second this bitch cheating on okay hang on so they get into it he touched her breast remember and he touched her breast yeah yeah, and then they banged for about a year, I think, behind the dad's back. <laughs> While she was he was cheating. messing with her daughter. And that was the most fucked up thing. The part where he was, or whoever, I think the, the girl was talking about how he would literally, excuse this vulgarness, just put the tip in so it wouldn't break like her skin yeah. or whatever to make her bleed. Fucking terrible. Disgusting human being, yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. So this guy... Banged the whole family by the end of this thing. Kidnapped the daughter a second time. Convinced everyone he's still not a bad guy somehow. Still comes back and 
I don't think he ever even ended up getting arrested until like the daughter was older and realized like, oh, she was brainwashed and that there's no such aliens that are going to be killing everybody. And like, I think he ended up going to jail when he was like 70 something. Yeah. Right. I don't remember for sure. He died at the end of the fucking thing. Either way. I still, I could not believe it. I've never watched it. Worst parents of all time. Oh, by far. Dad definitely did more than jerk him off. I'm going to put that out there. Like Michael Jackson was a better parent than them. Even I mean, though he, he just dangled babies, but he gave them cool Ferris wheels and shit in the backyard and yeah. lions, whatever. They had a cool life. I think I can think of pretty much anybody that was a better parent than that, other than parents that have killed their children. <laughs> I'm going to put it out there. There's probably worse parents still. Than there that. is, but not <laughs> much. There's parents that legit keep their kids like in the basement. Yeah, You obviously. know, like throw food at them or like don't feed them at all. Isn't that horrible that there's parents yeah. worse than that? There's people that are fucking crazy, but those people were terrible and the yes. fact that now everybody's going to know who they are. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if somebody tries to hurt them. Yeah. Because of people, how they feel about well, kids. Well, the weirdest shit is, like, the, the daughter's, like, full-grown old lady now. She's, yeah. She seems fairly okay for having she that seems crazy like of a... But I wonder if she still talks to her parents. Like, if that was me, I would not talk to my parents ever again. Ever. I don't know. Never. I couldn't. Because you're just so stupid. How could you do that to me? How could you not know? Pretty dumb. Like, it's... Ra- like, well, that's the thing. They did know. They knew. And that's what makes it and even worse. And they used their religion as a reason to not go to the cops and tell him this guy. And then allowed, like, well, this is the other thing. I I really hope when I have a kid that they have some common sense. Because, I'm, now, mind you, perhaps she was nine. When she was also nine in the 70s when they didn't have when the internet. When I was nine, I was a very inquisitive nine-year-old. Yeah. I wasn't buying anything. <laughs> Especially because I think mostly because my parents were split up at that point. So I already was like, eh, fuck you. I, I already had like this, that edge about me. Yeah. So if somebody's over here trying to sling some bullshit at me, I had a quick like, no, you're full of shit meter when I was a child. And I also wasn't a good at keeping, I wasn't good at, at keeping ke- secrets. At keeping secrets as a kid. <laughs> if, I, <laughs> if I had some crazy story like that, I'm telling somebody. <laughs> There's no way I'm keeping that secret. You're trying to tell me aliens are going to kill fucking everybody. I'm telling somebody. It, and hopefully that person relays that me- like there's no way that's going to stay a secret if it was a, if it was to me I should say well I'll tell you one thing the first time I see some guy taking pictures of my daughter my nine year old daughter you have a daughter we're having some words you have a son yeah I'm saying if I had a daughter if I see some guy taking pictures of my nine year old daughter or son or son we're, we're throwing some fists you throwing fists fuck yeah you gonna fight if you're taking pictures of my kid like that yeah you take pictures of shit all the time that's different I don't take sexual <laughs> pictures of my kid <laughs> Oh my god, yeah. I don't think uh like, I don't think Jackson's gonna be running up into anyone's arms and taking pictures, you know, going off with people. Hell no. He don't like to go away from anybody but us. Yeah. Like he knows you and he sometimes doesn't even talk to you. Gives me dirty looks every goddamn time I see him. That <laughs> what kid. do you think he's gonna do to some stranger? He's been giving me dirty looks. How old is he? Oh, two and a half. Two and a half. Almost two and a half. He'll be three in October, so give me dirty looks for a solid two years at least. Yeah. Yeah. Ever since he could make a dirty look, give him to me. It's true. <laughs> we got pictures to prove it. Baby J. Dirty look king. It's, I'm still in shock just thinking about it. I, I just can't believe that these parents are so fucking stupid. Like, yeah, how do you not realize? People are dumb. And they always ask her, do you still want to marry B? Yes. Yeah, right? When she was, so she was brainwashed. Fucking thought the aliens were going to kill everybody. Yeah, I never really said if she still talked to her parents or not. I don't remember. Honestly, by the end of it, I was just so like, yeah. I'm like what the fuck? These people. 
I couldn't really believe what I had just watched. So if anybody has not seen it, I've been go- we've been going off on Netflix. Shout out to Netflix. Yeah. Um, if you want to sponsor us or anything, that'd be cool. You know, throw us a buck or two. That'd be sweet. So uh, guys, <laughs> check out that Netflix documentary. Be forewarned, it is not for the faint of heart. Oh, the faint of heart. I like it. It is a extreme documentary and has some fucked up shit. Segway. I got my stickers. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so I made some stickers up. Anyone want a sticker? Hit me up. Give a shout out to who made those stickers for you. Let's give a shout out. Let me bring his page up so I can say his name right. I know it's Reese, but I want to give his uh, business page Reese the, Brody. The proper. So it's R-E-B as in Brody. Oh, Reb Graphics. Yeah. Dot Graphics, spelled the way it should be, not with an X on the end. And uh, yeah, so I hit him up. I put out a little feeler on Facebook. I was like, hey, I kind of want to get some stickers made. Um, I want to give them out to people I do shoots with or whatever, like Cars and Caffeine. I think I'm going to give them out to just like couple random like hey i really like your car let's set up a shoot here's a free sticker right so yeah i'm gonna give them out for free too in case anyone's wondering i'm, tra- I'm not charging or anything i just want to s- get these stickers out there i don't know slap them on your laptop fucking throw them in the ground i don't give a shit just pass them out but uh reese hooked me up i hit him up on like a sunday and like by tuesday he had those fucking things ready for me he's good yeah and i just saw this morning actually brian kingman who's got a uh the old purple fozzy yeah. forester yep he had him make stickers of his car. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, he just posted a picture this morning. Didn't you say what happened when you went there? You went to the place and picked them up? So, yeah, so I go in, and it's what, Innovative? Innovative uh, Tech. Innovative Motorsports is in the back. Innovative Test Solutions is in the front. His, so I went in the front. His dad owns the business. And I walk in, and it's like, first off, it's in the middle of, like, Rotterdam, just some yeah. random, like, yeah. Industrial type place. setting. And yeah. you walk in and you're like, is this Stark Laboratory? What is this place? There's fancy lighting. Yeah, There's nice. like glass counters it's and a shit. Nice place. I'm like, oh shit. Like, I was not walking in here expecting this. I've gone through all there. His father's taken me a tour of yeah. the whole place. So before. I haven't, I, I didn't go past the front because he had them literally oh. just taped to the front counter for me because oh, okay. I told him when I was going to be there. Do you know he, what they do there? They build jet engines. So yeah, you were telling me they do a lot of like testing on shit that, wait a second, maybe goes into outer space. Maybe, but they're just. Jets. Is there such thing as outer space? I don't think they build jet engines. They build parts no, for they jet work engines. On like they like test shit yeah. that can handle jet. You know? Yeah, yeah. But uh, either way, I hit him up and thanks again, Reese. Go follow uh, Reese R E B dot graphics, and then he's got a pretty sweet drift car. He's been. Yeah, I took pictures together. of that a while back. Yeah. There's some changes to it but since yeah. then, but. You gonna make some stickers? You gonna do something? I gotta do logo. I gotta redo my logo it? first. I don't yeah. like it anymore. I barely even use it anymore. It's just it's Switch old. It up. It's just like eh. I don't think you have to keep a logo. It's not like you're making like a sneaker design. No, but I want something cool. Yeah, that's all. Well, I had like I I had that one that I made a sticker of, but I have like a couple different versions of it. Yeah. I kind of like the idea of like keep switching it up, give people something different to look at each time. Yeah. So we were gonna, which we didn't do, watch uh, it's Crispy's video in the background, but I've, maybe next time we'll put it on. Christmas so H two O. It's it an a hour long. long. Yeah, I watched some of it, but I didn't get a chance to watch all of it just because I'm so busy. How was it? It was good. Yeah, it was long. I saw a lot of people hating on it. Why? Um, uh, people are haters. That's why. You know, that's how it goes on H two O page. Everybody fucking tries to chime in and be a dick for some reason. But yeah, that's how they are. In that yeah, page. it's like I understand it. I guess if I'm trying to be critical, because he does a lot of more like artsy. He tries well, to put like a storyline yeah, together. And that's what he does. People are just like, ah, it's fucking gay. Just just show the video. Like, people are haters. That's what I mean. So the intro, you know, if you haven't seen it, it's like a couple walking out on the beach, whatever. And it's just like a, a slower, doesn't really 
Well, you got an hour to fill. Doesn't really. Well, you don't need to make it an hour. No, either. you don't. But yeah. if you you're going to have an hour, if you're going to have an hour, there's yeah. going to be some stuff in it that may not be. So but, yeah. But then um, my my only gripe on it was I honestly wasn't into a lot of the the song choices he yeah. used. I don't know if he had to make the beats or use his friends' beats or whatever it was. Obviously, there's a lot of fucking beats you got to come up with to fill an hour worth of right. a video. But there was a lot of them that were just like a little slower than I was thinking that they should have been and overall it was still really good did you feel like some of the video like there's too much video of the car and like just different spots i don't remember i don't remember being that critical of stuff like that now i just literally my only gripe was like some of the song choices i was like "Ah, i wish it was a little bit more beachy sounding instead of like kind of just slow and ominous sounding almost that's cool but that's just uh, i mean what the fuck who am i i take pictures of shit i don't make videos so what doesn't mean you can't critique things yeah, i feel guilty doing it <laughs> that that's why this is america it's freedom of speech america you're not hating you're just saying what you think no i like all. the video i gave him a like i, I follow yeah. his, i'm a subscriber Crispy does good Crispy's shit page. but you know what he just wanted to do something a little different this time that's all yeah you know? yeah like i i sent you the one i'm i'm gonna watch the the i love bass i love bass whatever the fuck bass, this, yeah. I, who schwa said i love bass oh really? when he was talking about like those the guys. fish yeah that's how it's spelled, but that's how you say, or that's how you spell bass too. So I don't fucking know. But they're uh, the Strip 3.0. That video came out like a week or two ago. Yeah, I haven't watched that one yet. It's like 20 minutes. So I'm gonna watch that today. There's a project that I want to start. I was talking to you about before the podcast. I'm not gonna put it out there yet because I don't know how I'm gonna do it or what's gonna happen. It may take a while. It may take a couple years. Yeah, I don't know how long it's gonna. The do, secret project. I think it'll be fun. What do you think? You're not gonna t- you're not gonna give any sneaks. I can't. Not yet. Because I don't. I don't know. I don't want to. S- it's not my realm. So it sounds like way more work than I feel like doing. But if it's but it'd be you're worth it. Passionate about trying okay. to make. Before we you get out of here, it. I have to mention this, and we didn't talk much about cars. So this is going to be the car thing besides the crispy stuff. That picture I posted that was in the um, automotive photography education page. The blown up shot of all the pieces of the car. That is fucking another one where I'm just amazed. Amazed. I, I didn't even bother to click on it. Cause Did you watch the video? No. This guy, do you want me to put the video up? If you, you want ha- to put you it ha- up? You have to see this. Like, I've, I mean, I saw the photo, and I understand how long it took them, like two years to put that thing together or whatever, right? Well, the five years in the making. Oh, was he started the to- like When he first started thinking about doing something like this, it was five years ago. That's so ridiculous. And like how he did it. Hold on, let's see it. The video isn't too long, I don't think. Integrating the Mayura by Fabian Ufner. Yeah, it's a minute oh, 44, yeah, so that's plenty, plenty of time. Where to go? Um, probably up top where you click on answer when you analyze an R piece. It's go to the top. There it is, right? Your answer, and that is the perfect answer for you. Did you hear what he said or not? He says some bullshit in fucking French. <laughs> <laughs> he has a thick it's accent. Real answer when you analyze Definitely an not R French. Piece. It's, it's just your answer and that is the perfect answer for you. The disintegrating series was a series that I started a few years ago and it started as an idea to stop time. And what I did with the first few images is I used scale models just because it's way easier that way and it's more accessible. When this came along, the Mura uh, was a, a collector, was a friend and he said, I'm having this Mura and I'm letting it be. So basically what he's doing here is he's taking everything into aspect. He's writing all down, like basically like a scientist. And like, there's so much technicality and thought going into this. He used to um, do it with scale models, like little 
little models. Now he's doing it with a real car. His friend is restoring the car. And as he's restoring, he's taking every little piece of the car, every single thing, the little pieces inside the engine, the pistons, everything. Mm -hmm. And he hangs them up and you'll see. And he takes the pictures and then takes 1500 pictures into Photoshop, puts them into one image. Use the opportunity to take the photographs of each single part. A Lamborghini. What you have with the scale models is you are in your studio, it's a very quiet place, you can just uh, do your thing and it's very sort of a soothing process. Whereas with the real car, you have the constant noise beside you, you have people working, it's also... His friend must have been a real patient guy. July, so it was 44 degrees in the workshop, Look at this. I was sweating <laughs> and it smelled of petrol in the air and it's like it's just that's a good way smell more tangible when you do it with the real thing once you start working with that individual okay. car with that chassis every number, little piece that car becomes something really special to you because at the end of the process you know every single detail it's more like it's a person if you want to say so every time i see the car it's like oh i know you <laughs> seen your insides isn't that crazy that he did all that? I'm surprised they didn't show the picture at the end of that video. I think they do. No, they didn't. They just showed the Lamborghini sign. Oh, uh, well, the picture's right here. Yeah. Where is it? Yeah, it was floating around Facebook and shit. I saw a bunch of people sharing it, the photography pages. It's, and it's stuff. just crazy what he did, like, the amount of time and work. Like, can you imagine when you're done with something like that and you have it all done and you're ready? Like, no. everything has come to fruition and here it is. Mm -mm. It's done. Like, it's got to be such a satisfying feeling. Five years in the making. That's yeah, so much. It's crazy. But you yeah, know what? Now everybody's going to know who is. That's going to make it rounds around the internet, and it's going to be awesome. And it to me, it's an amazing piece of art. It's pretty nuts. It definitely is. Fuck yeah. You guys got to check it out. Give Just, a shout. Fabian Ofner. Fabian Ofner, and it's a 1972 Lamborghini Mira. Ofner is O-E-F-N-E-R. Yeah. And you, it's just called uh, Project, the project called Disintegrating. Disintegrating, disintegrating X Lamborghini Mirror. Just Google that. It won't be hard to find. Yeah. So, anyway, on that note, I think the podcast is over to today. There we go. Nice. I like doing these random ones. Where can they find you, Brandon, and your stickers? They can find me at B Potsy on Instagram, uh, B Potsy Photos on Facebook. And when you see me in person, ask me um, i'm gonna keep the stickers in my car so if you see me at cars and caffeine or something like that um i'll probably keep a few in my pocket that way i don't have to run back to the fucking car every time somebody asks but it's funny actually i, had, I got hit up like three or four people hit me up already and a couple of guys grabbed a few so thanks guys appreciate it awesome yeah um where can the people find you they can find me at streamline underscore photography on instagram oh yeah on facebook just streamline photography okay and uh i know a lot of pictures i've been posting too much lately just some old stuff but Eventually, I'll be getting some new stuff up there. Going to see some more variety, too. I mean, obviously cars, but I'm going to start doing other stuff, too. Yeah. Yeah. I want to do, like... Been talking about doing other stuff for a while. Let's fucking start doing it. <laughs> I know. I'm just waiting for the to not be as cold and to have a little time. Dude. It's so tough. I got some shit to show you after this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, All right. thanks, everybody, for listening. See you guys.